0: good day how's everyone doing out there and doing great for me
1: yeah it's uh you know what It's, it's actually kind of funny it's like our um uh the other trainers out there uh making our point why go with them when you can get silly things Yes, and you, if you want to level up your training, then by all means, you got to come with us, see what's going down. We make it engaging, uh, hands on, definitely not boring. And uh, we were always up to date in our courses because we are constantly freshening them up, making them relevant and
0: not silly. Yeah, we're constantly bringing in companies to partner with us so that we can have the greatest in actual like technology, not stuff that you just like leave behind, but things <laughs> that are brought to enhance the uh, the training atmosphere. So without a shadow of a doubt, once you want to get started on, on making your team the best that it can be, give us a ring. We'll come train you.
1: Yeah. So head over to the hazmatguys.com slash hire us and reserve your spot and start your transformation today. Because the calendar's filling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's moving. Yes. It's going good. So um, <laughs> things are going. You know what? Actually, it's funny because we're just buying like today's travel day and we are buying all the stuff for uh, all the different conferences. And wow, they are. They just keep coming in. Um, once again, this, these are the ones that are locked up, uh, but there's others that are in the hopper. Uh, Wisconsin, New England, Ontario, Michigan, Cold Zone, South Carolina, Oklahoma, Oregon, Baltimore, and maybe Virginia. We haven't gotten back information about that one. Uh, also, you have the After Action Report podcast, which is coming up, I think, next. this week? As of, well, as of the, the recording the, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. yeah, the next Wednesday. Wednesday that the, For us, the next, actually, even if you're, well, if you're listening to this two months from now. I don't know what yeah. to do with you but it's uh yeah the, the what is it the 6th of, the, of march yep
1: 6th of march long format comments are on live streamed it's going to be nineteen thirty hours eastern standard time um many many more to come after that uh but good stuff man. um bring your comments talk to the guys directly all your comments will be live and on the stream um
0: in fact who's coming on <laughs>
1: Oh, Phil Mcardle from Phil uh, uh, Hazmat, one of FDNY s- uh,
0: fame. So, if you've got any good stories of Phil or pictures that you would like to share, and come on and break his chops about it by all means, send them to us ahead of time. And uh, but you got to come, right? We're not just going to throw it out there. You got to actually be in the audience and be like, "Hey, I sent you guys this. Let's throw it out." So, because um, yeah, we're looking to have a lot of fun with this. Yeah,
1: so um, we got a lot of stuff going on, but that doesn't stop us from bringing out some new podcasts. Oh, I, uh, one more drop. It's not even on our show list here, but um, I want to give a, a, f- a very big shout-out to our, our girl, uh, Camilla. Uh, she is building a website that's going to be dropping very soon, and I am, like, drooling over this thing because it looks so amazing. Uh, a lot of stuff coming. A lot of stuff coming for all of our peeps
0: out there. So... all right so today 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 all right so i'll apologize ahead of time right now i'm not i'm just getting over uh being insanely sick yesterday uh so if i if i sound a little off i apologize to everybody that's out there but all right uh, interesting discussion question Uh, at least i think it is for today uh and it does pair into unfortunately the batteries because you know, everybody wants to talk about the batteries, but I want to kind of talk about this a little bit different than we have been, right? Because the question came up is how do we fight an EV car fire in a tunnel? And I'd like people to be able to start to break these questions down and really start to decide on their own how they're going to do it. It's great to reach out to social media, it's great to ask questions of everybody else. But if you're asking uh, this ahead of time, that's totally different. If you're arriving on scene, to something this is where you have to start to figure out right you can't jump online and be like hey you know hazmat 2 world what do i do here uh that's just not going to be capable so why don't we talk a little bit about like how we would turn around and break down what we would do at an incident like this and all right
1: god i want to make sure that i'm tracking because you're saying in a tunnel are you saying like a we're going under the river tunnel or is this like any type of enclosure? that would have limited ventilation kind of thing.
0: I guess a parking garage would be similar, but you know, don't forget that a tunnel generally, if it's big enough, like you said, the underwater, they have a tremendous ventilation system. But there's plenty of tunnels out there that are not well ventilated. So we can go in both Mm -hmm. of those routes, right? Because it is important to understand that you're gonna have minimum visibility at, at best. So which comes into play with what kind of tools are we taking in? What are we thinking about? doing what are the purpose of the different things that are out there so uh, we're going to break this down by the different types of operations uh, first Uh, So let's let's start off by by turning around and looking at what sets a tunnel fire apart from an open air fire. And we can do this for any of the situations that we want to ask about Uh, a car in a parking garage, a car in a structure, uh, a car in an accident. Like what are the difficulties of this specific operation different than just a regular operation?
1: that's a you know what you said that before and it's actually a pretty good idea is that when i think of a tunnel i'm thinking one entrance one exit right generally you don't have anything that's different than that right but in a parking garage you have horizontal ventilation but usually no forced air and ventilation but in the tunnel you usually like you like you said you you're gonna have quite a bit and that ventilation um takes place in Two main types, I'm not going to say it's the only two types, but it's the majority type,
0: is piston ventilation of the vehicles physically moving through. So this is like if you're, and I guess this is a bad example because so many people haven't experienced the subway, but if you're... If you're if you're standing on a subway platform you feel the train go by you feel a pressure wave as it comes in and then a sucking motion as it's leaving that's the, the right. piston ventilation so what that, it's it's forcing air into the tunnel as the cars drive in and pulling air out of the tunnel as they drive out exactly the 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 motion of the cars slash subways or whatever it is is the
1: ventilation that keeps the air moving now that works when things are moving. So let's just say you're under, you know, we're under the river and a car fire starts up. Right. Now the cars aren't moving. Right. Because they're all like, holy crap, there's a car that's on fire. So there is no more piston ventilation. And that's where I would say part two, you might see is going to be some type of mechanical ventilation, usually in stacks that go vertical to the ground. And they can move shitloads of air. I mean, like, stunning
0: amounts of air. We'll generally see these in in larger tunnels, right? Where you really ones. larger ones, right? Because that piston only works for such a uh, uh, for 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 a width. Once you get beyond a certain length of a tunnel, you need that forced air ventilation. Exactly. And then then I would say,
1: then you get the third one. And this one you might see in a bigger size tunnel. Is they employ um, smaller fan sets that are built into the wall, and they use Bernoulli's principle. Oh, what is, is isn't
0: that isn't that a, a pasta? Oh, that's Bertelli's. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> Bernoulli's <laughs> so uh, the freeze, breadsticks and stuff. Hey, I'm, I'm,
0: uh, All right, so what is what is Bertulli's? Bertulli, I think <laughs> Vertulli when you <they> say that.
1: <laughs> Bernoulli's uh, principle is is an entrainment of air, and this is how a jet engine works. A small um, Airflow happens in the center, and then a much greater airflow is entrained and pulled with it. You can think of it like the fog nozzle when you're trying to vent out a fire, and you put the fog nozzle against the window, and you fill up the window with 60% of the water, and then magically the rest of the smoke leaves because you're using Bernoulli's principle to evacuate it out. That works great with just a small fan you might see mounted on the side wall of a tunnel. That gets a lot of air entrainment to actually
0: move some smoke ah, i didn't know that i didn't know those little tiny fans actually were, were moving things along hmm. yes i wish i had mike's sound effect for now you know but
1: it's broken so do 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 do
0: well so yeah this uh the This uh, tunnel effect also kind of comes into play in how we're going to attack the car fire, because we're really super limited on the position of the car and the position in which we're coming in to do the attack. We may not be able to get around the car. We may not be able to, you know, to to do some of the things that we're going to talk about, which, you know, we'll hit the pros and cons and and for each one of the operations that we do. But just keep that in mind, you know, uh, for us. Because we deal with so many tunnels on a regular basis, uh, you know, we dispatch from both sides of a tunnel or both sides of a bridge automatically. Because you never really actually know, you know, right. where where the blockage is, so they'll go in from from both sides. Um, an area that may not be so familiar with their tunnels or, or go to them a lot, you know, you may respond to the tunnel and you're not going actually into the tunnel at all because you've got two miles of traffic. Traffic Backed up because you got a car fire block in the way. So, you know how you're going to approach the, the car also lends to a couple of the different um, operational options because you might be far away from your source. But that's 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 a, 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 a whole nother a whole nother talk.
1: Yeah, no, and even with this um, difficulty in approach um, with and again with limited ventilation you know you're you're obviously going to have a much higher uh, amount of structural issues mm-hmm. right because you're confining a heat uh and we all know that the heat goes up for the most part i'm not saying it can't be reflected with battery ev batteries on the bottom can that energy
0: be forced down right. yes well i you know i, I think you're more t- right like if it does force it down then all we're talking about is an asphalt or a concrete problem. If the energy is going up, you could structurally damage the tunnel itself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, like even, even forcing it down, asphalt is a hydrocarbon. And at certain temperatures, it, it does ignite. start releasing or, you know, off-gassing or smoking or whatever. And that can add to the
0: whole problem of your, your ventilation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super long hose stretches. That can be an issue, right? But now we got to temper that with the idea of are we even going to use water? Well, I think with mm. that being said, we're still going to bring water with us because what if that car fire puts other cars on fire? So we're still going to have, we still want to make sure that when we're doing this operation, we still have all the normal things that we would have. We don't want to leave anything behind. I guess that's what I'm trying to say.
1: I, I agree. And, th- y- like, coming from a place in New York City where we have, I don't remember, is it 200 feet or every 300 feet? I think it's every 300 feet. Every 300 feet, you have a hydrant. Like, right. seriously, from no matter where you're standing, any place in New York City, there is one within 300 feet of a string. Like, you go on a 300-foot string, there you're going to hit at least one in that swing. Um, but when you're underground in a tunnel, and not everybody has that,
0: that luxury, is like, how are you shuttling your, your water down there? Right. For us, we've got standpipes built into the tunnels. But, you know, you may be talking about a tunnel that's only, I don't know, a quarter mile going through a mountain. They may not have, you know, the the, that kind of infrastructure set up to 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 allow it. And, you know, we rely on that. But who's to say that that structure isn't destroyed by the fire that's burning or there hasn't been some kind of an accident in which, you know, that 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 standpipe hasn't been damaged in some way, shape or form. Not saying it happens, but, you know, these are things that you got to kind of keep in the back of your mind. So what then makes a car fire uh, that's an EV car fire different than a regular car fire, right? Because nobody's asking, well, how do we do a car fire in a tunnel? We all pretty much know how to do a car fire. So what differentiates that EV car from a regular car?
1: That you're not in control. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that it's going to do whatever it wants. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, you know, I think a lot of people, you, you can, I think, from what i'm gleaning from uh all of the battery destruction testing we've been involved in all of the conversation we have with industry people people that are actually doing this stuff um is that if you can extend delta t you're going to have a much more successful operation so what is delta t is like a seal team Yes, delta. You know, like ah, you know, like you know, you gotta come in. Um, delta t in 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 uh, the nerd languages, um, the change in time, right? And so, if I have, uh, it's your analogy of of the um, the candle from last week or two yes. weeks ago. That are, is that a candle has the same amount of energy as a pound of C four. The difference is in how long it takes you to release it, and so. Uh, I was just and we we're going to talk about this on premium. Yes, you heard me right, folks. <laughs> if you're there, uh, you better get your shit together because we're going to have some premium talk afterwards is we were just out in San Diego and we saw some very interesting uh, methodologies to take care of batteries and one's technique was to increase delta T, meaning you just take longer to release that energy. I think that's going to be kind of the, the trick. I, I think,
0: think it will be too.
1: Yeah, I, it's, you got to remember, these batteries, they don't burn with the same amount of BTUs as a regular car fire. Mm-hmm. You know, where we had, you know, the known quantities of plastics and the jazz inside, you got the known quantities of diesel, gasoline, you got the tires, and we can kind of calculate that out and carry it to two and we're done. This is not in that same set. This is no. very,
0: very hot. No. And most of these fires aren't even going to go out with water. Like we've seen it again and again and again, you know, newspaper article, the so-and-so fire department says that they put out the fire. It took 15 hours and 60,000 gallons of water. And I sit there and I go, you jackasses, you didn't put out the fire that you just were sprinkling water on it. When, when it decided like I'm done, like you really had no, no bearing whatsoever. But, but, An interesting part of this, when we talk about the water, and we always talk about this in class because what we're trying to, during the class, we try to sit and we try to get people to understand the justification of, of the, the let it burn and how the water doesn't do much, but let's take that idea and, and couple it with what Bob was saying as far as that Delta T, right? So why? one of the things that we talk about during that that risk benefit analysis is hey listen like the 60,000 gallons of water and the 15 hours of time it took, those are those are risks, right? If I'm taking an engine company and a truck company out of service for 15 hours, I'm reducing my fire protection to the rest of the community. Doesn't sound like a big deal if you're a New York City firefighter listening to this, but I promise you, you go out to places where there's 15 firefighters on duty for the whole city and you take four of them out of service, you're significantly reducing fire protection. But in this case, uh, you know, and we sorry, let me let me reverse. And we talk about how the fire can put itself out within half hour to 40 minutes if you just were to let it burn. Let's Mm -hmm. let's couple the idea now, Bob, that you're talking about the Delta T and the amount of heat that's released, because now would be a time where we would want to use some of that water to cool down the reaction, to slow down the reaction, to increase your Delta T.
1: There's a valid argument to that. Like, yes, but but I think the key to that whole thing is is getting the water
0: to where it can do its job. Ah, all right. So, so what are some of the the ways that we could do that? Right. Like, what are some of the problems that we see in an EV car with not being able to get the water where we need it?
1: Well, it's it's in a comp- it's in a battery compartment, and the battery compartment is designed to keep the rain out.
0: Yeah, which is dolphin asshole. That's the
1: free range uh, (laughs) form of the shit. We spray. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, rain comes from the sky and water comes from our hoses. It's the same crap. It's just that it's designed to keep it out. So, really, what it comes down to is letting the battery burn long enough for it to
0: open the door for you, then let it rip. Right. Right. If we can, if that battery compartment can open itself up, if it can burn itself out and you now have an access point, then that's great. You can, you can put that in there. Um, so, all right. Uh, what are some of the other, any other, uh, things about the car fires that we should remember?
1: There is a product out there and and I've been kind of on the fence of it, but the more I'm reading about it and see it employed, um, I'm going to say that the initial impressions I had on it were because operator error. Uh, and that's the blanket. Okay. Um, the blanket, uh, which I've seen out there, is is um, the basic premise is that you put this thing over the top of it, and it kind of keeps all the parts and the giblets inside. And it focuses that heat to almost like I don't want to I don't want to say it wrong because I'm, I'm not we don't sell for them. I don't, I don't really care if people like it or don't. But it seems that they're looking to basically focus the
0: energy back into the system in order to shorten Delta T. Right. But they're they're able to shorten that Delta T because there's no there's not a lot of heat being transmitted. Right, so they're looking
1: to reflect it and feed it back and get the feedback loop to go faster to say, oh, instead of 45 minutes for you
0: to do it, let, let it go by itself, let it burn. I can do it in 15 minutes. So how how are we, somebody might sit in here and be like, oh, all right, but two seconds ago, you just said that maybe a possibility is to shorten the Delta T. Now you're saying to increase the Delta T. Well, you have to remember that those two, what seem to be opposing actions are actually going to support the same goal. And that same goal is to not have heat transfer to the structure. So that's that's the goal. And I'm going about it by two very opposite ways the first one is i am using water to to, to slow down that reaction as best as right. possible right where i'm now increasing my delta t the other way is i'm now using the blanket to increase my delta t but i'm using the blanket to keep all that heat concentrated under the blanket so
1: and i might employ like a water blanket on the structure
0: itself as like a guardian uh, yeah. like you, you get oh, where I'm going on that. Yeah, 100%. Like, why, we don't have to just think that the water is for the, the car fire. We talk about this when we when we talk about letting it burn in class. Like, our first and primary goal is going to be the surrounding structures and life. So, we need to make sure that, you know, we're. it's not that we're not doing anything. We're doing something. We're just not doing what we've been trained to do, which is put the wet stuff on the red stuff. So, right. yeah, the, the blanket is dead definitely uh an option that i think is great we need to m- remember though that if we're covering it with the blanket there's still one area that is unprotected and that is under the car so if mm-hmm. for whatever reason you've got you need to keep that under the car protected. You may need to flow water under the car just to make sure that that asphalt or that concrete is protected. We see this option being used uh, as a um, a potential in car garages because we don't want to break that stringer, that that wire cable under the concrete if that concrete spalls. So just kind of stuff to keep in mind. Copy. God, no, I, was, I was going to
1: say, I like to pack, uh, you know, like, l- you know, leaves and pine needles under for installation. Oh, of course. Under the car.
0: Yeah, yeah. If in you soak, way, them, soak them in gasoline, that helps reduce. Even better. It keeps, keeps them from drying out. Yeah, the thermal loading is much the, more efficient. Much so. more better. Yep. All right, uh copious <laughs> amounts of water and uh of course one of my absolute favorite things to go off on is the uh undercarriage nozzle, uh which I personally don't really see it working that well outside of a of a of a tunnel. I can't really see it working that well inside of the tunnel with the exception of getting water under the vehicle in case I need to protect the uh that ground exposure.
1: No, but like I that's one of the things, and I, I know we've said this before, is that I, there are people out there running around saying, oh, this tool will fix all your problems. There isn't one tool that's going to fix all your problems. Right. Water, uh, whatever type of containment vessel you have, an undercarriage, it's the same thing as saying, oh, this, this um, hydro ram, this bunny tool that's going to force doors magically. This thing is, it's a staple in firefighting. But it doesn't work on doors that open towards you. Is it any less of a tool? No, it works 100% of the time on doors that work away from you. And therefore, I will use it all day long, but it doesn't work on the ones that come towards me. What I'm saying is there are tools for the situation you're in. I'm not saying you need all the tools. You're just going to have to get a little more creative and understand the rules for the tools. 60% of the time, it works every time. On the shot, you know, <laughs> but there is things out there and, 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 you know, and they really haven't come. And that's why we're going to talk about it. And before the premium, um, I don't know if they're ever going to come to the United States is uh, a system out there. You might want to look
0: at it's called cold cut. Worst, Worst name, name ever. ever. I think I think boars head salami when I think cold cut personally. Oh, God, I just I imagine somebody like, throwing mm, ham slices on the car being like, oh, these cold cuts work great.
1: Yeah. Cold cut.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's uh what is it it's a it's a european it's a european system and the cold cuts takes water high pressure water and sand to cut into that battery compartment giving us an opening to be able to get water in there
1: yeah they call it the cold cut cobra and i've seen a demo of it personally um all the kids in Europe are doing this like this is normal firefighting, but they've modified it a little bit for EVs. And I got to say in the beginning, I, I'll be perfectly honest with everybody. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> and then about 20 minutes in, I was like, holy crap, this, this is could fix cool. the problem. And it has continued to get better and better. So if you're looking for a solution, I know San Diego, New York City have actually demoed it. I don't know more than that. But um, it could be a thing for you.
0: Yeah, so look into it. We'll keep you updated as we know what's happening with it. Uh, Tow truck. Right. Like one of the things that we talk about during a parking garage is uh, knock down the initial fire, if you can, and then pull it out of there. And that is entirely possible with a uh, with a a vehicle in the tunnel as well. Like if you can knock that down enough to be able to get hooks into it and pull it out, more power to you. Go for it.
1: Well, so you got to remember every engine, every truck is a tow truck. Right. Right. You know, if you think about it, you have a tow hook or whatever and, oh, I don't have chain. I have hose and I might be able to tie the hose around the A frame or a post and tie around the tow hitch on my fire truck and just literally back up. That fire truck will pull even the stoutest of the EV uh, vehicles out of a problem. So if it's, let's say, stuck in in a garage under a house or a mixed occupancy or in a parking garage and you need to physically move it. Well, the fire truck's right in front of it, so you can just strap it to it and pull it out. That there are no rules in Fight Club. The
0: only rule is there's no rules in Fight Club. Like that's right. it. That's it. So I think you, it's interesting. You do what you can. Now we are going to talk about a possible. I don't want to say replacement. I don't want to say competitor. A second option mm. to um, what's the name of the product? I'm so sick, I can't.